Elise! Welcome <laughs> to Starfinders Scoured Stars, the premiere episode of a brand new Starfinder Society-based stream. We are going to be running for the next 10 weeks through some Starfinder Society scenarios uh, from year one, year of the Scoured Stars, hence the name of the show. You see we're clever like that. And uh, it's going to be a good time. But it, it would be pretty boring if I was the only one here. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, let's meet the players. We've got some exciting, exciting new faces and some that you might remember if you were with us with Troubles of Notari or on any of the DAT network streams that we've been a part of uh, over the years. Uh, sorry, now I'm just blah, 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 blah. Uh, Diana, mm. hi, how are you doing? Hi. Uh, I'm good. Welcome to Howard Stars. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to ask before we get going, like, was there anything that so so you're used to doing what you got? You've done a lot of cyberpunk stuff. You've done a lot of fantasy stuff. Yep. Um, now we're jumping into science fiction slash science fantasy with Starfinder. And was there anything that you watched? or like red or any any anything that you looked at to prepare to get yourself in the sci-fi mindset uh well i've always been a sci-fi fan so i love um like you said i love the cyberpunk that i've been doing with norris foundry but um i mean anything like star wars and aeon flux and uh what Ooh, else do i love I love aeon flux so good <laughs> i am i uh, i love futuristic shows altered carbon is one of my favorite shows so okay I'm Fun ready fact, for this world. If you want to see an altered carbon RPG featuring Michelle and Bradley and GM by me, you Not can time. find that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might have to stop by and say hi. If you want. <laughs> so yeah, so I've always been a fan of the futuristic world. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, another person who I have seen on socials all over the RPG scene, but have never had the pleasure of playing with, B Dave. Uh, welcome to Scoured Stars. Uh, I have a similar question for you. Like, what is your all-time favorite sci-fi franchise? Uh, I mean, it sounds disingenuous to say Star Wars, but it's Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I, I was rocking my, you know, my Yoda, um, uh, you know, pinch me, you will not St. Patrick's Day shirt earlier today. I got my Darth Vader, right. uh, you know, mask that I wear for when we have to go out so I don't, you know, kill people. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, it's but I think um, for this, I've kind of been going through an inventory of like great sci-fi captains and trying to figure out where my vibe and aesthetic was going to land. Uh, I think I know, but to be honest, I won't know until I open my mouth and the first words come out. Amen to that. That's, yep. That's how I run every game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not even supposed uh, to be here today. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. I just showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got all dressed up to, hand up to hang out with Xander, and he <laughs> was like, um, yeah, right. Standard so. <laughs> <laughs> the other faces that we have with us are familiar for those of us who are with, uh, with Troubles in Otari, the Pathfinder show that we ran a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Michelle, you decided, despite your probably deep reservations, to come play with me again. So I'm super excited to have you here. Um, I was dragged, kicking and screaming. <laughs> I heard I heard that you did a lot of research on moths for your character. Is yes. that true? It is absolutely That's true. Um, 
Would you like to hear the rabbit hole I fell down for about? Ooh, I week? absolutely <laughs> want to know about the the deep moth hole that you got into. Oh, moth hole. Mm. Um, so I started looking at Decimar, the Decimar race, which look kind of more like mm. butterflies. Then I was like, oh, fuzzy butterflies. And then I was like, oh, moths are fuzzy. And they're sort of the same thing. Hopefully Paizo doesn't mind. And then I started Googling the best moths. And then I started Googling the brightest moths. And I got to the um, the rosy maple moth, which is what my character is in Spider After. It is a yellow and pink uh, moth that's in the uh, Eastern North American area. Uh, they get, they're the small, one of the smallest moths, I think, in the genus. And they are, when they only eat maple tree sap i believe or leaves when they're the larva oh, and then wow. they moths they don't eat anymore because i think Whoa. they just have babies and die so i mean that's 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 sad that's a sad moth fact <laughs> that's moth facts i <laughs> i'm as deeply invested in moth moth facts and i think that we should get more moth facts every episode but that's just me. <laughs> I don't know. If, if everybody else wants moth facts, we'll have moth I would facts. Like, I would like a fact, yeah. <laughs> One moth fact, please. Uh, also with us again here is Xander. Genre. Xander, thanks for thanks for coming back. Those oh, sunglasses are absolutely killer. You can um, see yourself. It's, it's a webcam. You're a webcam. I can actually watch the show, yes. I can watch the yes. entire screen. Now, I know that you are on a, a Star Trek stream. I am. So, yeah. I'm so you have been dipped bound. into sci-fi for a while. I have to say Star Trek is my favorite. It is, but yeah. like I signed a contract, so. <laughs> right, yeah, obviously you're contractually obligated. But the question is, at that point, is which Star Trek series is <gasps> your favorite? Ooh, I've always had a soft spot for Voyager. There's something, I mean, the foundation of original series and next generation is there. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing reactions. Topic. Sorry, it's, I, uh, it's, 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 uh, it, it, it's, it's an automatic response, sorry. I like all of them. They're all my precious children. <laughs> but I do love Voyager. Excellent. Uh, and of course, last but not least, Katie, how you doing? How are you? I can't hear you. Uh -oh. Everything uh -oh. is silent. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Katie, oh, no. come back to us. Defeated. I She's miming you. all of this. No, I can't hear you. Oh no, they got <laughs> her like they got me. This is a great oh, no. True. We're like, well, you look gorgeous, word, Katie. Sounds like murder. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh no. So, uh, we know this. Katie's favorite sci-fi is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, she's absolutely obsessed fantastic. with it. That's one of my yeah. favorites. See, I, I would have gone more of a chud route, but I could see her being a killer clown woman. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. it's valid. But all I know is that the, the theme song for Killer Clowns from Outer Space is absolutely killer. Like, that should just be on everybody's playlist. It was fantastic. If you go to Universal Horror Nights, yes, uh, they were playing that song because they had a, a Killer Clowns maze, and, and that's what now? they would play. Yes, hey, 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 it's Katie. Hi. We need to talk Yay. about something else. Also, <laughs> thank you, Katie. Favorite yes. clown. Um, I don't Killer like clowns. clowns. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I forgot the question already, Jim. I didn't actually ask. I didn't. We didn't even get that far because we couldn't hear anything. Uh, so I'll just make up the question. What is your favorite sci-fi starship? What? Ooh. Didn't you ask me that recently? Um, no, we talked about pirate ships, but not starships. Those are completely uh, different. Unless it's a space pirate, ooh. you could get double points. This is a this is a bonus. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, 
I don't know. Should I go with? I gotta go with Firefly, right? Oh yeah, sure. Right? sure. I'll go with that. Firefly. Yes, Firefly is great. Everybody loves it. I love it. <laughs> we know you love um, it. We know. Well, well, I, I hear, I hear some 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 personal details coming through that people don't need to get into, Diana. So we will move on. We're here to play Starfinder, not talk about my history with with Firefly. Oh, uh, it's all out of love. As I had mentioned before, uh, we are playing through uh, some some of the uh, the Starfinder Society scenarios from the year of the Sou uh, Scoured Stars. All of the adventures that we are going to play through through this series are available right now on paizo.com slash Starfinder. You can go in there, you find uh, not only uh, these Starfinder Society scenarios, but if you're not familiar with Starfinder, you can always pick yourself up the beginner box, which is an excellent tool for learning this incredible science fantasy system. Or you can just watch us fumble through the rules, and we will get, I, I will say right now, we will get 100% of them correct every time. <laughs> Everything that we say on this show will be star oh, in Starfinder canon with 100% accuracy to the rules. Uh, so much so that if the printed texts don't match up with what we say, they will be reprinted to be changed <laughs> Jim, what Jim, you say. can't say That's... stuff like this. We're yeah. on the official channel. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. No, I'm, I am. Uh, I'm lying you know, about all. That. Carry, I was. Uh, I, was I literally <laughs> was with you. I was backing you on all of that until you got to the reprints, and I'm like, no, they can't even joke about that. Actually, no, 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 no. here's where I get <laughs> nobody will be reprinting anything. No. Uh, don't listen to me. I am a fool. Uh, <laughs> let's play some Starfinder before I okay. get in serious legal trouble. <sighs> all right, here we go. Good morning, Galaxy. This is Segway Macedra with your Absalom News update. Still reeling from the Scoured Stars incident nearly two years ago, the Starfinder Society held its first public induction ceremony for new members since the disappearance of its former first seeker, Jad Nura. Current first seeker, Luaziel Sebo, said in her commencement address that the Starfinder Society will not let yesterday's loss be tomorrow's failure and vowed to restore the society to its full operational capacity with bold new initiatives. ANT correspondents reached out to First Seeker Alcebo to ask if she believed it was appropriate to continue operations after losing nearly three quarters of its membership in the ill-fated attempt to explore the scoured stars, but her office declined to comment. Glovord Anden, Vice President of Marketing and Sales for Aspis Consortium on, on Absalom Station, released a statement critical of the society, labeling, labeling them a gang of adrenaline junkies and warning young job seekers that the call for recruits from the Lorespire complex is dangerous bait to snap at. Stick around for our next story about a single android consciousness inhabiting three bodies accused of evading law enforcement after surrendering only one of its physical forms to authorities to serve a four-year prison sentence on hacking charges. Should each physical body of the single entity face imprisonment, or is one enough? More on that after the break. The news update on your personal devices switches to a sponsored ad for a virtual theme park that is interrupted by a notification of an incoming audio message. You five are the fresh Starfinder Society recruits from the news. It is your first day on the job, and none of you have any idea what awaits. After your commencement ceremony, the society put you up at the Podstack, a coffin hotel in Absalom Station near the Lower Spire Complex. You were warned you'd be needed bright and early for assignments, and the beeping notifications on your devices is proof that they weren't kidding. 
The doors on each of your pods unseal, the hiss of released pressure filling the air, revealing five of you as you get ready for whatever comes. Uh, Diana, who do we see stepping out of that sleep pod first? She is a Solarian drow. She, um, she, her moat, just so you guys know, I've chosen the armor moat. So my armor will start to glow in hexagonal uh, pattern when I'm fighting, which is really cool. I'm excited about that. Um, so anyway, just the way I look, the way the art looks, I, she's just kind of cold, dark, uh, always shifty eyes, staring at anyone, studying everyone, but she's very loyal to her crewmates and especially the captain. Uh, she is holding a pistol and she's, she is armored with, um, holding a nice long uh, steel sword. I like to imagine that you are constantly holding the pistol, like just at all times. Never, <laughs> never, ever unarmed. I mean, I I mean yeah, I think so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. So go ahead. That's it. Sorry. Nope. That's it. That's it. Okay. We're good. Cool. <laughs> uh, another four-armed figure steps out of one of these sleep pods. And B Dave, tell us all about your character. Mm, Captain Gunnan is a witch weird noble scion envoy of the steward officer archetype. Um, he has already had a long and illustrious career in one of the witch weird merchant houses before deciding to dedicate himself to something greater and signed on with them um, to see the universe. Apparently there's a lot of opportunity for upward expansion after 75% um, attrition. Gunnan is seven foot, 300 pounds, uh, with pale blue skin underneath a helmet. Uh, he loves uh, purple. Um, more often than not, he has two of his forearms uh, carefully retracted behind him as if he's lost in thought, while the other two rub pensively at his chin. Um, he's just here to make the universe a better place. Excellent. Speaking of making the universe a better place, uh, Xander, why don't you tell us about the next character to step onto the scene? Oh, we cannot yeah, hear, hear you. you. Yes, he's doing that <laughs> mime thing that his people like to engage in. Greetings, my name is Haven. Uh, and uh, you see this Sheeran, uh, as you can see in the art, a uh, sort of insectoid figure uh, in a flight suit uh, <clears throat> because they're an ace pilot. They're, uh, they use they, them pronouns because they're a host, Sheeran. So uh, you can see them coming out uh, very excited. Uh, their antenna is sort of waving, sensing everything around them. Uh, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am here to find freedom and individualism among the stars. Perfect. And of course, in the back, a dark figure arises. Katie, <laughs> who is lurking in the shadows? Um, this is Voltarix. She is a Strix operative, and she really likes to kill things and has a little fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrifying. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. So you've all been awakened by the, the oh, news update. Wait, and then there's wait. one more member of our crew. Never mind, I'm not even here. Yes, literally the best and brightest. 
You know why? It was because you were in the middle of my list, and I skipped it. Very sad. I, I cool, Jim. Oh, cool, cool Also, one thing I forgot to tell you guys: my name is Kazka, because I totally uh, forgot to tell you guys my name. So, Kazka. It's been great Yay. so far. We got audio problems. We got legal <laughs> troubles. It's all a problem. Uh, tell us about Maple, Michelle. Um, Mabel didn't even really want to like be here. Uh, so <laughs> Mabel is a beautiful four-armed Desmar. You might have heard of us. We're from the planet Kashoria, which is like kind of far from this place. Like maybe you've not heard of it, but it's pretty cool. You should probably try to go. Um, all of my <laughs> weapons are in like a really cool bag that looks sort of like, it's like Gucci, you know what I'm trying to say? And um, my, oh, I have uh, a module that lets me change clothes at will. So I can go like boop and like change from like Ooh. evening wear to like night wear. Ooh. It's you know, evening wear to like day wear. It's pretty cool. Um, I have, um, anytime I enter a room, I <laughs> actually spent money on this. Hold on, what's it called? <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's a light projector armor upgrade. So anytime I go into a room where like, there's important people, I like turn it on and like lights go like behind me. So it looks like I'm, you know, like Britney Spears entering like a big <laughs> room. <laughs> I love Britney. Um, so when the, so when my, so my front door opens, you see like a fog machine has like, I've like run and like hit a button and then like lights are like going. Wow. And I just go, good morning. Good to see you all. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. This is you amazing are. to see everyone here. Uh, very good. Oh, uh, one thing I noticed about my, um, uh, character is that I am. Am I? Am, is oh, I'm thinking of Instar. Instar is what I you are before you turn into a beautiful butterfly person. And so I was an Imago, but now I'm very beautiful, <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Costco's not gonna like that, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you've all, again, you've all been awakened by this news update and the notifications on your personal devices. Uh, when you answer them, you hear a mechanical voice. Good morning, Starfinders. I am Guidance, a collective conscious of uploaded personalities and repository of Starfinder lore. Your presence is required at the Lorespire Complex as soon as possible for briefing and assignment. Please head to the lift at the rear of the complex lobby and scan your subdermal society sigil to be directed to your meeting room. Delay is subject to reprimand and reassignment. And then the message ends. Thank you, Guidance. And Haven will like immediately jump up and head towards where they're supposed to go. Mm, yes, today is the day. Let us be about it then. Um, guidance, can we not change your voice, though? <laughs> like, something better than what's happening here. Guidance? I'm sorry. Okay, alright, well, don't have feelings. Let's try this one. Do you, and you prefer this model? I hate it, thank you. Okay, go back to the first one. Um, alright, let's go. <laughs> alright. He is making your way towards the Lorespire Complex, which is a massive collection of buildings and the primary base of operations for the Starfinder Society. In better days, it is a bustling campus full of explorers, dignitaries, and visitors. But these days, it's like a ghost town of nearly empty offices and lonely corridors. The lobby is nearly empty except for a flickering hologram that activates when you walk through the front doors. Welcome, Starfinders. Proceed to the lift and scan your subdermal society sigils. I can recommend your best behavior. 
Fruit Seeker El Sabo herself waits. Oh. oh. Mm, the first seeker. Excellent. This is um, indeed an honor. Um, team, just one little bit of advice as we go to meet the first seeker. Perhaps don't be yourselves. Hmm. Perhaps I could finally try out my human disguise. Look at me. I am a human and I eat with my mouth. Flaps. I don't think flesh. anyone wants to see that. Thank you. Oh. No. I thought it was pretty cool, but I guess uh, so. How do I not be myself, Captain? Mm, just the things that you think you should say, don't. Then uh. say the next thing instead. So if they need us to go in there and assassinate some, you know, people, I'm supposed to tell them that I'm not interested. No, do be interested. It just maybe not quite as enthusiastic as you usually are. Your eyes sort of, you show a little too much of the whites around your pupils when they widen with the, the mention of murder. Maybe normally you're at a 10, maybe a seven. You know, Gunnam, I like love this. It's really good information. Uh, what I will say is like one little note, if you're taking notes, is that um, you don't really have a lot of choice from uh, Starfinders to pick from right now. So I feel like we're kind of the last. Uh, they're like the last group to like do the thing they want us to do. So you are fine. correct, Maple. There can be no negative repercussions for they have no options. Then yes, let us go. Then I mean, it's not bad to be the only choice, but we could. I mean, it's fine. We'll be fine. Look at mm -hmm. us. Just um, yeah, just like half of you don't talk. Okay, great. Oh. That's really rude. No one cares about your opinion. Okay. No, but I, I care. It's just later when things inevitably get a little more stabby is when you'll really get to shine. Hmm. Or shooty. Oh, thank you. Yes. Come, come. Let's go. And the guy clap with both hands, <laughs> but like out of, out of sync. So it's like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, you want a light show? No, no, we're not doing that. Okay, all right, I'll wrap it up. I don't. <laughs> no, it's already it's already hard to hear you over that outfit. Uh, the lights <laughs> won't be necessary. So I can change it, and I start like clicking through my. Uh, I think I bought three outfits. Yeah. <laughs> I wasted all my money on just clothes. Sorry. <laughs> I have like one gun. Okay. Oh, what, what was what was the name of the first seeker, by the way? Uh, Luazi El You do not want to know how I spelled that. <laughs> After uh, went mysteriously missing, right? That's what the news said. Indeed, he, well, it, it is a mystery, but also not. Everybody kind of knows what happened. He led a <laughs> massive expedition into the Scoured Stars. And then shortly thereafter, a, a some sort of technological and or magical field uh, enveloped the system and locked anybody from going in and prevented anything from coming out. It is currently unknown whether he is alive or he or any of the other Starfinders are alive behind that veil. Mm. And that is why you guys are their last option. I think you meant first option. <clears throat> <laughs> Technically true. The best kind of true. <laughs> uh, you move back to the lift that you were directed to and scan these subdermal sigils that were implanted in each of your hands mm -hmm. the day before. The lift hums to life, and you all begin to ascend the central tower of the Lorespire complex. 
Moments later, the door opens directly into the first Seeker's office, where you see a dark-skinned woman sitting behind a massive desk, giving serious thought to a pile of paperwork. Without looking up, she motions for you to enter and take a seat in one of the many chairs before her desk. I do so. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to stand by the door. Uh Sure. I'm going to lurk in a corner somewhere, arms arms folded. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So there's two lurkers. Um, I sit <laughs> two right lurkers next to and... Gunnan just to be like, hello, I'm here. And Haven will be on the other side of Gunnan. <laughs> Four arms represent. <laughs> two of my seeker. <laughs> <laughs> the first seeker finishes up whatever form she's filling out, puts it on the stack of the massive stack of forms that have already been filled out. Finally gives you all a look, sort of side-eyeing the, the corner lurkers. So, <laughs> Starfinders, I'd like to say there was more time for orientation and observation, but there is a lot to be done, and I'm going to have to lean on you more heavily than I'd like to in your first days with the Society. First, I'd like to formally designate you as an operations team. You five will be working together on assignments moving forward. Mm. Guidance suggested based on your aptitudes and training scores, you'd be a happy fit, so let's hope that they were right. Secondly, it is traditional for new recruits, new recruits to report to each society faction head on their first day. It is likely that each of you will have that each of them will have an assignment for you as well. Guidance will transmit a document detailing who you'll be meeting and where to find them. But I suggest starting with Historia Seven, leader of the data files, as I know she happens to be in the Lorespire Complex's archives today and just about every day. But that decision ultimately belongs to you. I don't really have anything further unless you have any questions and guidance will keep me appraised of your progress a real question a quick question jim jam is she human yes interesting (laughs) well it seems that you have um, come quite a way for seeker Uh, tell me do you enjoy bread (laughs) she looks at you Yes, yes, I Oh, that's so human. That's such a human thing. They love bread. Humans, they do. And also cheese, I find, they tend Mm. to enjoy. Mm. Also, I appreciate her, like, raid boss, don't mess with her stat block that it takes the time to show (laughs) us here. (laughs) Terrifying. Right, right. I'm all like, so apparently you're going to go rescue everyone and we'll just hold down the fort here. Yeah. Hmm. Excellent. Well, anything else we need to know other than report to the faction heads? No, they should be able to tell you anything else, uh, including their dietary preferences, if you choose to ask. Um. Okay, sounds good. Um, And then how many of these little jobs are there? Like, just the one or it's just like two? You have three meetings scheduled for the day. Uh, Unfortunately, the Fitch, the leader of the Wayfinders, is in the midst of some heavy repairs out in the Armada and wasn't available for a meeting. But I'm sure that he will uh, extend his greetings before too long. Okay, I'm just trying to, like, get done before dinner because I do have some things to do and, like, a couple of days to go in. So, okay, great. Let's go, team. Well, I open bye. the door and I leave. Yes, uh, by your leave, first seeker. 
And I give like a very overly elaborate uh, flourish and bow. <laughs> At this point, she's basically like, as she has dived back into the paperwork and sort of like half heartedly gives you a, a nod, and you know she seems incredibly busy. As you head back into the lift, each of your personal devices uh, uh, give you a, a notification as a document is uploaded. And you see that you are indeed supposed to meet with one Historia 7 at the Lower Spire Complex Archives, one Ratazam in the Nyori Palisades at the Obsidian Spiders LLC offices, and one Zigvijix in Downlow <laughs> uh, with a link that says click for navigation assistance. The nasty case of Zigvajix once. <laughs> no, I don't think you should make those kinds of jokes when we're around, um, around them. It seems like kind of rude, but I It wasn't a joke, but okay. Um, <laughs> to the, shall we meet with uh, Historia first? I wonder what fate befell the first six Historias. I know, this Ooh. one's number seven. It's crazy. Mm. Probably some sort of horrible accident. But, Unless the story of seven is an android, then like they're not really, you know, mm. them. Mm. What was that, Voltarek? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Perhaps she just needed something taken care of. There's always mm. that option as well. And sort of the option I'm looking for. Well, mm. Yes, uh. yes, yes. Well, then I know better than to get between you and a target. Well, are we all in agreement then? Uh, Historia first, and then see how it works out for the others? Hmm. Actually, yes. Historia 7, but yes. <laughs> now you are technically correct, the best kind of correct. Thank you, I try really hard. Haven will pull out their personal device and say, Guidance, activate protocol to take us to Historia 7. Uh, you see a little, like, uh, basically a, a maps app. Uh, appear on the surface of your of your device, and you see a little a little line. Uh, it looks like indeed she is uh, in the Lorespire complex. You have it says it'll be a, a three minute walk from your current location. <laughs> hmm. Interesting well, that they can calculate. We have a range of paces and foot speeds, but so be it. Very advanced technology. Incredibly hey, advanced. <laughs> yes. Can you lead us the way, and I'll just mm -hmm. follow. Follow me. And Following. They'll like shiver out, shimmer out in front. So you track Historia Seven to the archives in the Lower Spire Complex. You find a blue-haired female android reclining in a chair, oh. cables hooked into her neck that detach as you enter. The android sits up immediately. I'm Historia Seven. You are new Starfinders. You will undertake a task for me, allowing me to familiarize myself with your capabilities and for you to gain cohesive experience as a team. Acknowledge. Ooh, is this a test? Mm, sounds like it involves violence. Acknowledged. Acknowledged. A hacker recently gained access to encrypted data from Blue Rise Tower. I want that data. I have provided a smokescreen for the unknown hacker, but Blue Rise Tower will find them. You will beat them to it. Retrieve the data. Return it to me. Acknowledge. Wow. Okay, that was a lot. Um, I'm not without some hacking skill myself. Are we retrieving the data or the hacker or eliminating the hacker? Oh, I like that option. <laughs> data is your priority. Mm. Oh. Oh, well. Um, yeah, we can totally get some of our stuff. No biggie. Let's go. Acknowledge. Uploading coordinates to your, your personal devices. Dismissed. 
Oh. Hmm. Oh. Man, they're really so efficient here. That's in two meetings in five minutes. Yeah, y'all know you don't have to say acknowledge every time, right? You can just like um, say sure or like whatever is good in the hood. Like just you kind of can like make it loosey goosey. Acknowledge for the clarity of acknowledged. Yeah, There's too much I... ambiguity in much of your other linguistic tactics. Loosey goosey. Yes, I don't know what hate-filled avians have to do with our current situation, but fine, fine. It's a human thing. <laughs> she is not. None of us are. Mm. <laughs> That's true, yes. Mm. Um, yeah, you forgot some things. Uh, might I... Uh, she says she's put up a, a, a blue screen. Um, is there anything I can do, like, um, computers-wise before we go, or is this definitely like a beat feet and try and find this person physically thing? Uh, well, you can, uh, if you, if you ask about that, she says, um, uh, unfortunately there is not much we can do from here. I'm afraid that Blue Rise agents will find and eliminate the source of the data, uh, if you do not leave immediately. And that is bad. Indeed, the data would be lost. That would be very unfortunate. Hmm. Mm. Well, it stands to reason if it were be able to be fixed remotely, you'd have done it already. Then, um, and I just like pull out both guns and look at them for a second and then put them back. Mm. Good. Thank you for your understanding. Acknowledged. <laughs> what? Uh, I thought I was supposed to say it, right? Okay. I do turn and look at our two murder girls here and say, mm, looks like this is going to be you guys type of thing, though. I'm ready, let's go. As long as it's fun, collecting data can be boring. He just said murder, so we can do it. Yes, I'm here for the murder part. I was making it clear that not necessarily here. It's fine, let's go. Hmm. Sally forth. Activate navigation to Blue Rise Tower. Mm, but do uh, it cool. Oh, but do do it cool. <laughs> Your your map uh, your map app updates uh, with the ping from Historia Seven, and as you are turning to leave, uh, just wait. Oh. You turn back towards her. She's now actually instead of just looking at the data stream that she's been focused on the entire time, she's looking at you, and she says, "Thank thank you. Have a nice time." Oh. And then she lays back down uh, and begins focus, refocuses on the data stream. Oh, they're learning how to be human. How cute. It's my goal. Okay, well, mm. you're a little farther away than they are. So. Overrated, friend. Overrated. I think they're neat. They're different. What makes them neat? They're Cheese way... and bread. They just have eyes that have they're like pools and they uh, jelly how does it doesn't make any sense i don't think you're supposed to touch them oh definitely not their eyes are soft they're not hard like ours so right don't ever you probably should i think they get really mad about that kind of stuff although in an altercation they do make an excellent target go straight Ooh. for them actually hmm. oh my yes God, they're so soft yeah for real yeah, they I don't have wings so the historical documents the of the three stooges and their techniques Oh. Mm, ancient sages of mm. prehistoric earth culture. Yes, I'm familiar with their works. The uh, the book so of whoop, 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 whoop was my particular favorite. 
Ah, fellow scholar, I see. <laughs> yes, yes. Knowledge is power. Yes, all right. Well, then uh, let us be about it here. I suppose we'll survey the area and decide how to um, retrieve our goal. So, Head that way. Sure. The coordinates that were uploaded to your personal devices actually take you into a neighborhood called Drifter's End. Mm -hmm. uh, you see a cement block of an apartment with several potted plants growing fat red vegetables. Tending to the plants is a 20-something human male with work gloves and a trowel. Doesn't even seem to notice you at first. He's intent on, on his plants. What do you guys do? We are very subtle and understated. <laughs> As we come up, uh, Haven just is, uh, takes the lead and says, mm, I've got this. Hello, fellow human. I see we both have green thumbs. The guy sees your shadow fall over. <laughs> what? Who? What? Who are? Uh, what? Human? No. Clint. Okay. Sure. You know what? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. You grow plants are, too? Is that a thing? We are also on the search for the Blue Rise Tower. Might you direct us to it? Blue Rise Tower? Yeah, I mean, that blue, what do you want to go to Blue Rise Tower for? Human things. Uh, Bread and cheese. Mm. Are you guys Bread tourists? Have you never been to Absalom Station before? Oh my god, I am so sorry. My friends were, like, super weird. I, like, step in front and, like, make my wings really big and cover. Uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, uh, Zena, what's your character's name? Uh, Haven. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Whenever it's on screen, I get confused. <laughs> um... We are just like here checking things out. We're like on a job, you know how it is, like ugh, so boring. Um, but yeah, we just want to like pop in real quick and like pop right back out. But it's is it like right near here then? Yeah, no, but you don't you don't pop in the Blue Rise Tower. Okay, you got you guys. Uh, okay, uh, look if you are, you, uh, look I I can give you directions to maybe some of the more touristy areas of the station, but don't don't mess with Blue Rise Tower. There's nothing there. Or you're gonna you want to go down to the entertainment district. Like I, I, here, um, I, I can give you a couple of oh, names. No, 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 no. Are why are? Yeah, why you're are hiding you something. I, I'm not. I'm literally trying to help you guys here. I, what is happening? This is so weird. And as you guys are standing there talking to this guy, who actually does seem pretty genuinely confused, you see <laughs> the door uh, to this apartment open, and you see a sort of stooped older woman who looks out. And she says, oh, you're looking for information on Blue Rise Tower. You should um, come in and we should talk. The guy who's tending to these plants, like, his grandma, like, what do, you, do you know these people? These guys are like, what's happening? So, you know, don't, don't worry, Drew Bear. Just, just send them and come in, come in, have some tea. And this old woman, like, op throws open the door and starts motioning for you to all fo follow her into the apartment. This I put the equivalent... Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. This is only getting creepier. I'm in. I put, and I I'll put the, own it. Yeah, the equivalent of like five bucks in the guy's palm. Thank you, friend. <laughs> you transfer five credits to him, and he's like, now looking at he's like, what is happening? Uh, as we're going in, um, Haven is going to go aside to Kazka and sort of like a tourist uh, guide explaining. A grandma, it means that they're a part of the same human colony. They were hatched from the same uh, uh, something. Oh, interesting. I wonder what that something is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Quite it's nice to 
meet you, uh, human green thumb man. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I guess. It As you is, all file in. Good. It is my understanding that humans bear live young. They are not hatched. I forget. I forget. That was my bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, point of order: Is there in the distance like a big blue tower that we're just not looking at? Or <laughs> uh, you can make a, a culture check if you want. Ooh. Ooh, yes. First roll of the day. Let's do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, um, right. That's what we're doing. We're playing the <laughs> game. Oh really? But it's plus five, so it's a six. Is that it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, again, you're not really from Absalom Station. You're not sure what Blue Rise, what or who Blue Rise Tower is, so it almost doesn't make any difference to you. I got a twenty-five. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Um, this is what I do. Right. That Blue Rise Tower is a basically it's a it's a massive living residential complex owned by the Blue Rise Tower Corporation. Mm. Um, and it is an incredibly secretive place. Um, on the surface, everybody who lives there uh, has everything that they need taken care of. And the Blue Rise Tower is a wonderful uh, residential management company. And um, that is all that anybody is legally allowed to say. And anybody who says different things tends to uh, not be around very long. Uh, it is it is an organization that uh, uh, many believe to be quite malicious and shady. And uh, due to their incredibly uh, difficult to get through data security, you're guessing that if somebody actually hacked into their servers, that um, it was somebody who was incredibly either has a death wish. Uh, or is just that confident in their skills. However, since Historia 7 was able to detect the hack, it is very likely that they were a little overconfident in what they were able to do. I mean, if I can carefully relay this to the team without Grandma hearing, I do so. Uh, mm -hmm. if, if I can't, I'll keep it to myself for the time being. Uh, well, because you, you have a few minutes almost to yourselves as, as this older woman is actually preparing a big pot of tea and setting out plates for all of you. And, um, as she's pouring the last cup of it and you're finishing up your, your analysis of blue rise and she sits down and she says, so, uh, I might be in a bit of trouble if what you're saying is true. Um, tell me what is it? Are you from blue rise? I put two of my hands on the table like I'm drinking the tea, and the other two hands I unholster both guns <laughs> under the table. <laughs> like, mm, yes, delightful tea. Yes, no. Um, <clears throat> uh, we are just looking um, for a friend who was doing some work for them. Uh, we also are freelancers, um, and thought it might be worth uh, making a new connection. So you're not from Blue Rise. Oh my god, no, do we look poor? Oh god. I, I didn't want to say it quite so overtly, but... <laughs> no. no, we're like really fancy um, Starfinder people. Oh, the Starfinder Society. Excellent. Then I may just get through all of this. Let me be a little upfront about um, uh, presuming that I can trust you and Quite honestly, if if the Blue Rise is involved, whether I can, you might be my only option regardless. 
Um, look, um, the thing is, my name is Saren. Um, I was uh, something of an operative back in my younger years, uh, but that all ended because of a degenerative brain disease that I that I had, um, which isn't too much of a problem thanks to the personality partitions that they uh, put in my brain to stop the de degeneration. Um, unfortunately, um, some ghosts of my younger self. Uh, uh, sometimes reflectively um, act on some of my former behavior patterns and well it's very likely that if something happened and blue rises after me that it's the fault of of this sort of uh, we'll call it a ghost of myself um, either way if if we've harmed blue rise in some way and they're coming after me well that's going to be quite a problem because as you can see i am um, not in the same shape that i once was could you please illuminate me as to exactly what's happening i would like to know what i'm up against we are here to collect data nothing more we're simply looking for some data sets before they mm, disappear Oh, data, then it must have been, must have been a hack. Okay. This, um, well, the data is really of no use to me. I, I didn't even know that I had collected it. Um, it should actually be stored in the personality partition, and I could, I could download it off of that fairly easily. Um, I, I, I do think, though, that, well, if I'm going to survive this process, um, uh, I should ask you a favor. Um, how about an exchange of sorts? Um, let's see, blue rises after me. Uh, I saw something like that. Probably going Perhaps. to have to take my death. Maybe blue we can find some. I was thinking maybe we can find someone to modify your body so you can be the way you were once before. Age reversal, not something I'm too interested in. Um, uh, but you might be on the right path. Um, how about this? You help me fake my death, uh, which should throw blue rise off my trail long enough for me to reestablish myself somewhere else on the station, and I'll give you the data. I Might I sense it. motive on this grandmotherly person? Please do. Oh, right. You should probably do that once in a while. 23. Nice! 23. <laughs> uh, you can tell that she's telling, like, you don't get any sense of deception from her. Uh, she seems mm. to be telling the truth, and uh, at this point, is just trying to to sort out how best she can get through this tricky situation. Well, the good news is, I sense no deception. She could just possibly be senile. Um, mm, that happens to humans. Yeah, fake gonna... your death, fine. Although I must admit, ma'am, I do not mean to be rude. You do not have a very strong negotiating posture right now because you need us. Um, but uh, I don't think it would be too difficult to pretend murder. I'm very much looking at um, uh, Casca and Voltarex. Like, <laughs> you can pretend murder, right? I don't think we need to go to anything so elaborate as pretend murder. Just forge some documents, get my death in the system. Um, that should about cover it. In terms of my negotiating position, you're quite correct that I guess I don't have much of a leg to stand on. I guess it's all dependent on how valuable this data is to you, because it is, after all, up here, and I can't even access it unless I choose to. So, um... Well, I was going to... 
I mean, I was kind of hoping for a really, like, dramatic, spectacular death and, like, you know, arranging. I mean, I'm a bit of an actor myself, um, I've got to say, but um, you just want to fill, like, fill out paperwork? And it's, like, so boring. Well, it's not really so much as filling out the paperwork as um, considering an exciting uh, uh, depth into the underbelly of the city. After all, you probably have to do some bribery and some hacking and some forgery. That should be exciting, yes? Mm. <clears throat> Okay, we I hear you. We could stage an actual murder, but um, that sounds like more fun. The, yeah. People would want to recover the body, and well, I am <laughs> supposed to be, you know, um, not actually dead, which mm. would be a problem. Hmm. Okay, wow. so we go to the underbelly, I which option. I totally know what that is. Yes, I do have one option. Um, this has got me thinking in terms of body. You want an elaborate display of my death. This should mm -hmm. work out just nicely. I know a coroner back in the day who may be amenable to um, providing you with a human corpse. A human and then corpse. we could, um, if you have any, uh, uh, are any of you uh, skilled in disguising such a body? I'm Maple has tons of outfits. Maybe you can borrow one from her. Um, no, I'm not putting any of my outfits on a dead corpse. Oh my gosh. But we can totally buy just like a projection uh, garment thing. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Fire, acid. There are a number of afflictions that could befall a fragile human form that would make identification quite difficult. And then we could have the body afterwards to do whatever we want. We are not <sighs> that in our... Or not. Oh, I was there with you, Haven. Hmm. We need to start a different conversation about maybe like some of us like not living in the same pod as the rest of us anymore. But um, okay, so who on this team votes for get a cadaver and like mess with it and pour acid on it? And then who votes for going to the black market and getting documents from probably like the mob? I can do both. Yes, I'm only one one vote, but I'm far better at hacking than corpse desecration. That's more you all's bag. <laughs> no, the more layers of proof no. we can provide of my death, the better this will hold up to scrutiny. Mm, let's do both. Okay. Yes. Something's for everyone. Great. It's going to take all day, isn't it? I'm going to need I a death certificate. I'm going <sighs> to need a new identity. Um, uh -huh. and we're going to be the body. Um, do you really want to do an elaborate staging of my murder? Let's do the um, first two things first, and like maybe like table it if it's not. There's like no time, guys. I have a really cool date at like 8 p.m. and I cannot be late. This is like soup. I've been like working on this for months. Yes, we have three appointments today, and I don't know how many hours we have this cycle, so we should probably move it along. Yes. Mm. Well, then I suggest you get to work. I am actually going to leave in case Blue Rise um, shows up. So um, be prepared for that. I'll meet you at. Um, you know where Yatembe Park is. Hmm. Do we? Guidance does. Okay. <laughs> do do we? Um, our, our personal communication devices. Um, I assume they can take pictures in the far future. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You could you could snap a picture. Yeah. I take a picture of her and send it to Historia Seven. I don't include any other words, just a picture. I'm like, ah, in case you run. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. 
so she gathers up a few personal effects, but leaves. You can see most everything. Like you know, she's she's uh, she has something of a a very small compact go bag. She goes and rounds up. Uh, you you can hear her arguing with Jubair outside, uh, and eventually she shuffled. He, she and he both shuffle off, leaving you with an opportunity to fake this woman's death. Um, <laughs> yep, she, she did not. Mentioned, she did not clarify if we're faking his death as well, or if we're going to do she that with actual effects, or... Uh, she did not. She did not clarify whether that is mm. uh, the case. Uh, finding Yatembe Park uh, when the time comes would be fairly easy. I mean, you have... Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a fairly well-known place on Absalom Station, and Guidance would be able to get you there. Um, and she leaves... Before she goes, she leaves a card with a contact... Uh, for the the coroner, she says before she goes. She says, I, I, "I can't promise. Um, it won't cost you a little bit. He isn't. Um, you know, he's a bit of an opportunist, but uh, he'll keep his mouth quiet. He'll keep his mouth shut about it too." So, and then well, she we can be off. like really convincing. So don't worry about that. I have no doubt. So what do you guys want to try first? Uh, you guys are welcome to split your efforts. I know time is of the essence, and after all, Maple's got a date at eight. So if some <laughs> of you wanted to, to stick around and work on forging the new identity or uh, trying to forge a or, or hack into the Absalom Station systems and get a death certificate uh, and death notice up for this, for this woman, that would be an option. Uh, while some of you head down to the the coroner's office or you guys can all go together it's up to you i mean hacking wise am i like rooted somewhere although i hack quickly because of my forearms but i mean is this something i can like do on the move like i've got like a, a laptop or do i need to like be somewhere <laughs> uh it's certainly easier if you plant yourself somewhere but um you're also pretty skilled at it so you could easily do it on the run it would just be a lot more difficult <laughs> Uh, how about I find a computer terminal to take care of the tech parts of it and just catch up to you all? Mm. Haven? Yes? I think you and I should go and see the body. Just for science, we should go right. and look at the human bodies, just you to see. Yeah, you could give me a tourist attraction type of, uh, you know, explanation. Guidance, locate human bodies. No, um, uh, remember, we have to use the information on the card, the, the coroner's card. Guidance, take us to the coroner. We got this. <laughs> I don't really know that you no do. Problem, oh, no problem, <laughs> Hmm. Does that leave Voltarex and Maple to handle the third part of this? Which, yeah, well, I believe I'm doing the death oh, certificate yeah. via hacking, yes. You all are securing a body. Um, what is the third thing that we need to figure how she died? That's what we're covering? Um, no, I think it's, um, getting a new ID for her. Oh, yeah. You need a, you need a fake ID. Um, earlier, Maple had mentioned the possibility Maple's of actually it. going and trying to find some, some characters who might, uh, who might be able to provide you with an alternate ID. So you can certainly do it that way. Or you could attempt to forge them yourselves. Um, oh no, I'm not gonna do that. It's gross. Um, okay, Voltarex, let's go and like <laughs> see some friends. <laughs> Paper is gross. <laughs> Just um, all of you try not to shoot first. That's my one request. Try not to shoot first. What about I, I, my definitely. sword? Don't swing. 
Uh, ideally not, yes. I mean, if it, you know, sometimes, um, as the common Earth idiom was, uh, it bees like that sometimes, but try to he avoid is it. a fellow scholar. That was I'm so cool. Ugh, I'm sorry, Cap, but if you let them, if you, if you don't shoot first, you let them shoot first, and then, you know, things don't turn out the way that you necessarily want, so I think I'm gonna shoot first. <laughs> hmm. I think like human idioms like don't really make sense in every context though, so probably you know just except that he sounded cool for like three seconds. That's what I'm gonna. The guess. proof is in the pudding. This from the moth that used the phrase "Lucy Goosey" in a conversation <laughs> today. We don't know that one. It's so good. Like only the coolest people are using it right now. Hmm. Yes, well, then I suppose everyone, uh, we have our marching orders. Uh, keep in touch and we'll link up after. Sounds aye good, aye. Captain. Mm -hmm. Yes, aye aye, Captain. I'm like, ready, break, and I hold up a high five to all four of them. <laughs> 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 I never thought of that. That's, <laughs> That's, so good. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Gunnan, you're going to Forearm crew. Mm -hmm. uh, Gunnan, your task is probably the most straightforward. You find yourself a cyber cafe that um, advertises uh, anonymous connection, anonymous and secure connections, which will give you uh, <laughs> infosphere access uh, to allow you to do what you need to do. I just um, appreciate like there's a cafe named like Leech Street, like one three three seven. You know, yes. I'm all like, no one will ever suspect me here. <laughs> Uh, you head in, and all I actually need from you, uh, is a computer's check as you try to hack into the, uh, Absalon Station's medical servers and try to declare a recently deceased person. Uh, bold of you to assume I can't find a way to mess this up. However, um, <laughs> I, I, I do have the feet four-handed hacker, so I just sit down and go That's full so ghost cool. in the shell here. Yes! <laughs> like, <laughs> Yep, all right, let's see. Nice. Uh, that is going to be a 23. Ooh. 23. Uh, it's going to take some time, but uh, with all four of your arms working furiously, just smashing at the keyboards in a, in a certainly comical fashion, uh, you are confident that you will be able to convince Absalom Station that uh, there was a recently deceased woman uh, at the address uh, that you were just at by the name of Saren. Uh, the problem is I'm only actually hacking with three of the arms. The fourth arm is playing uh, an old um, Minecraft emulator that I got from Haven. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so with a 23 computers check, uh, you find it's it's quite easy to keep up with both the game and your work. Yep. Excellent. That's working smart. Not working three busy hands, one, yep. one Minecraft hand. Yep. All right. Uh, Perfect. Who is who is headed to the coroner's office? Haven and Kazka. Haven and Kazka. All right. So following <laughs> uh, following the directions uh, from the contact info that Saren left for you before she waddled off, uh, you soon come to a, a very understated Absalom Station government office, uh, and inside you find a a man. He's probably he's a human man, maybe maybe seventy <gasps> years old. Um, and what is, a wide variety! Like, there is nobody else in here. Um, the office is otherwise otherwise empty. Um, but as soon as you walk in, he seems like a little bit surprised to see anybody paying, like anybody coming in here. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
He just kind of waits patiently. Hello, human. Hello. Yes, is this some kind of... Oh, I'm here, uh, Haven. Yes, Uh, we are here for a business transaction. How much for one human body, please? Hmm. 100 credits. That seems doable. Right? Do we have 100 credits? We have 100 credits. How many credits do you have on you? I don't know. How many credits do I have is a great question. (laughs) I don't think a lot. I don't think I have. Oh, I have I have a lot. You do? Haven is loaded. If a body costs a hundred, Haven has this. So, and that's Haven's (laughs) necromancer gritty origin story right there. (laughs) How many human bodies are available? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, like, uh, what are are you looking for? Anything specific? Um, Human woman, uh, I I believe. Somewhere uh, between thirty and one hundred. No, more more than thirty. She looks like maybe she was almost a hundred. Both I, eyes intact, the jelly-filled kind. I mean, I have close to human eyes. What's that supposed to mean, Haven? Oh, it's different than the eyes that occupy uh, my face. Oh yes. And I, I know what a human is. Don't don't worry. You'll you'll get a oh, human. Good. A human woman older, right? You we're. Hmm. 30 would be younger, so more on the 100 range? Oh. Cl- yes, closer. White hair like me, but I'm not that old. Excellent. Um, go find somewhere to sit for an hour, uh, and then come oh. around. So there's an alley behind the building. Uh, hmm. When you get back there, you'll find a storage capsule, um, <laughs> and that is the last I ever want to see of either of you. Sounds good. Uh, if there is any way to expedite the service, and Haven's going to pay another 100 credits. Ooh. So he's, he's like looking at the transfer of credits and he's like, I do not like to break my own rules. Come with me. Mm. He actually oh. takes you into a, a ba- into a morgue. Um, and you see that he's looking over there, all like the, the, the locker, the, the, I don't know what they're called. The body lockers. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes through a couple of them, pulls one open, uh, uh, pulls out the little, the, 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 the metal table on it throws hmm. back a uh, uh, plastic sheeting. You see an older human woman. Does it look like Sarah? And it's difficult to say. I mean, it's a human and they're sometimes difficult to tell, but it should be fine. Yes. Uh, two human. arms, two legs. This does look human. And jelly filled eyes. Mm. Okay, this will do. They'll Thank take you it so much. To go. Do you have a bag of some sort or some way of transporting the body with us? All right. And he actually gets a, a body bag and <laughs> puts the body in it. And he actually is like, could one of you help me with this? Oh, yes, oh. yes, yes. Not me. And I'll, I'll come over and I'll help. <laughs> <laughs> so he lifts up the body, places it in the bag. Um, sorry, no, get out of here. I don't ever want to see either of you again. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Do you have, like, some type of cool-looking blanket? Well, because it looks like a body bag, so that's Mm. really suspicious. Mm. Well, I was going to have the storage capsule, but you all wanted this now. Storage on one minute. And he leaves the morgue, comes back a few minutes later, and he's, he's like, on a dolly, he's wheeling this big plastic and metal uh, (laughs) 
it's a tank basically um opaque from the outside often used to just a shipping container basically so all right shove it in here Perfect. Anything yes. else I can help you with? No, this is great. Thank May you so you find much. individuality and freedom, human. Yes. Nice to meet you, human. May you enjoy your bread and cheese. I will never see you again. I'm lactose intolerant. Mm. What's that mean? <laughs> he doesn't like toes. Let's oh. go. Toes. <laughs> okay. And I'll, I'll uh, take the capsule out. Sure. So you wheel the capsule out. Yeah. Um, as you're wheeling out, as you're moving towards the front door, he like grabs your shoulder. He's like, no, no, out the back. Ah, yes, the back door. Sorry. Mm. We're just excited for the body. We got one. He's saying that he like slams the door to the alley, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. cutting you off. And mm. uh, you are now in this alley with a body in a capsule. Uh, what do you intend to do with the body? It does, <laughs> you know that it should, it's a human woman's body. Uh, you know that there was some. Uh, if you want to make it look like Saren, you could attempt a disguise check. Uh, if you just wanted to mutilate it beyond recognition, oh. you could attempt, uh, call it a medicine check, to see if you could successfully make it unidentifiable. I think the plan was to take it back to where they were staying, right? Like their domicile, and we were going to stage something there. If you wanted right. to do that, you're more than welcome to, yeah. Sure. So we'll make our way back with this body to where we all left from. Sure. So you start heading back to the apartments where you met mm -hmm. Sarah. And that leaves our other two uh, who are looking for some shady individuals who might be able to help them with a new identity. Um, if you are looking for a forged identity, if you don't want to forge it yourselves, I would allow probably a culture check or some kind of profession check to see if you could get in touch with somebody who, who might have the stuff that you need. I'll do um, a culture check. Yeah, sure. can I also do one, or do we just do one? Yeah, no, you can both. You can both attempt it. Okay. Okay. I have plus five culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a twelve. It's not really seventeen. <laughs> seventeen. Okay, cool. uh, Volterix, you know where to get a fake ID. Uh, that's not a problem. Uh, Maple seems a little lost, but she doesn't want to admit it, so she just keeps looking at you and agreeing with every t every time you say we should go here. She's like, "Oh yeah, definitely, totally, I knew that." Um, but soon you end up in this uh, old, uh, smoke-filled dive bar. Uh, there are only a few patrons who who give you sort of the stink eye when you come in, but uh, they especially seem to not like you, Volterix, you just kind of walk in and nobody notices you, but people are definitely glaring at Maple. Um, Volterix, are they mad because I am not dirty or like <laughs> I don't understand why this place has been clean. Your outlook of life is confusing. Well, I have a secret past that I'm never going to talk about, but I do understand what you're hearing here. Um, more drop. Um, yeah, it's just like getting out of here because it's like so gross. And if my wings get dirty, I swear to God, I'll burn this place down. Okay. I guess come with me. And she'll just like walk over and find a shady dude. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, everybody here is shady. Uh, you know that... Um, there's a there's an android sitting in the back corner who uh, has an open terminal up before them. And as you approach and sit down at the table, he looks at you. Um, what do you want? 
We need an ID. For whom? Hi, hi, I'm Maple. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Hello. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Is it because you're poor? It's because too? I don't want to know anything about you. Okay. You want an ID? That's fine. Who, who is, I'm gonna who call you, um, Brad. So, Brad, <laughs> we are here on like a super. We are here on a super important mission, and Volteric thought she that we should, should all go talk. Please to stop you saying it. names. Please <laughs> stop saying your names. Volteric, can you deal with this? It's like a lot. A lot. Wait, like wait. We, we, <laughs> do you remember the woman's name? Because I don't. I, I'm not supposed to remember these things. Like, I, what do you expect? I don't what need to know. I, no, what, what is the name that's going to be no. on the ID? Like, who, oh, oh we need to give the old lady a cool name. Okay, this is fun. All right. We'll what is the information? Oh, old lady. Okay, at least I've got um, an age. Do you have an age range? Do we have um, a PC? Do we, do we like have... Deborah? Or do we like um, Elsa? He's already typing. You can see, like, um. Deborah uh, <laughs> here across <Right>. the street. <laughs> No, she has to have at least four names, or else she's not going to be like respected in her culture. I think is how humans work. I so you were. I don't think something. I no. Don't... Um. Oh, uh, make it her last name Volterix, because it'll be like. <laughs> it'll be very good. Uh, oh God. Um. Well, so you don't remember. What. Oh, her name was Sarah. Her original name was Sarah. We can't name the person. Okay. Gonna okay. All right. Why well, don't the same name? Yes. Why don't I need to be paying more attention? Um, clearly, because it seems like I can't be that person in this group anymore. So um, go ahead. Give the name. So we can't call her Volterix. No. Oh, God. Um, okay. Um, okay. So what we're saying uh, something Alessandra Esmeraldus, uh, need a last name. Barry. Nailed, nailed it. Okay. He types in Deborah, Alessandra, <laughs> Barry. Um, be great. Don't forget Esmeralda. That was in the that was the third name. He backspaces. Humans love having like 40 names. It's crazy. Have you ever met a human? Mm -hmm, like a whole bunch. <laughs> Strange. Don't tell me anything about them. Um <laughs> This is gonna cost. You okay with that? 150. Yeah, you got that maple, right? Okay, so Volterix, like on the, on like not on like the download or whatever mm -hmm. we call download in space here. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have overspent this month, so I don't have like I'm not super liquid, if you know what I mean. Um, do you have any like blood money from all the killing you do? So you're broke. <laughs> I'm not like super broke, but I do not have like 150 on me. Fine. And Valtarix or... will scan the credits. I have so much money left to buy our equipment. <laughs> I don't. You said 150, look at, right? Look at those outfits. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so much money on outfits. Android um... is, is watching you two argue about this. He says, look, if you don't have any money, there is one other thing. That I could use. Oh my god, do you want to go on a date with me? Because I can kind of say uh, no, please, please, no, 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 hey, no. Um, Jim, Jim, can I use the diplomacy and try this, please? <laughs> I'll be Android. Can <laughs> okay, you say no? You're the GM. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> well, go ahead and make your diplomacy check. Let's see Hell what. yeah. Yeah. Starfinder, we're doing it. <laughs> 
Um, oh my god, that is a 16 plus 4, so that's a 20. <gasps> wow. Romancing the android. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. Says, um, look, tonight is today's the release of the new Strawberry Machine Cake album. I wanted to get a copy, but there's a lot of people over there. Didn't really want to stand in line all day. I was kind of hoping that... I mean, if you want to go with me, that would be... I could... Oh my god, yeah, we could totally skip the line. I know the person who owns that place, and he's like a total... Oh, we don't even have to stand in line. That That's fantastic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So... so you can hang out with me and not stand in line. Those are two good things that could happen to you today. If you let us have okay. this ID for free... Don't you already have, like, six dates later? <laughs> Um, I had one big one, but I can, like, maybe push it 15 or so. Look, this line is, uh, really long. So are you sure that she can get to the front of it? Because... Yes. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll do that, um, 7.30. Um, table talk. Well, Terex, do you have Intimidate or anything? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Cool, 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 cool. All right, that's how we're doing this. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to go do this real quick, and then we're going to come back, and you're going to make the ideas. Is that correct, Brad? Your name is Brad now. Sure, that's fine. Great. And we head to the place that sells the strawberry thing. Music. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know that strawberry, uh, machine, strawberry cake? machine cake is a very popular uh, uh, pop band. Uh, and you know that, um, I mean, there's music stores aplenty on Absalom Station. So you find yourself one, and sure enough, there is a line. And I mean, like, a long, long, long line. You could be here for two hours. And the big problem you fear is that even when you got to the front of that line, you're not even sure there's going to be albums left. What's your grand plan? Um, the same thing I do when I go to any place with a line. Go to the front and intimidate. <laughs> what are you going to intimidate them with your antenna? Oh, no, that's why I have you here. Seriously? Well, Tarek, don't you want to be scary today? You said you wanted to be scary today. You can cut him a little. Don't tell anybody. Oh, my gosh. You are a bad influence. I'm like pretty great though. Valtarx will go toward the front, but very kind of Kristen Stewart hesitantly. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a guy. Basically, there's a there's a guy in a space polo who has a who's like standing at the door, and he's just like letting people in by ones and twos as other people are coming out of the store. And he sees you marching right up to the front. And he says, "Oh, hold on, ladies. There's a line here. Uh, it starts all the way around the block." Sorry, don't worry. There's enough copies for everybody. I think. Hey, sure. um, hey. Uh, so my fr <laughs> my friend here, um, she said she wants to go out on a date with you, uh, but you gotta let us in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a bluff check. <laughs> can I help her with this bluff check by looking? Yes, at you can. <laughs> you absolutely can. Go ahead and roll wings. bluff as well. Change your Maybe. outfits. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and try to assist Volterix. What would I roll? Just a straight 20? You're bluff. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. 
That is a 16 to help. 16, okay. Uh, and then Voltarex, what did you get? I got an 18. Ooh. An 18, great. Okay, so with the with the bump from uh, with the bump from Maple, who who is standing behind you, uh, the guy sort of like straightens out his little space polo. He's like, oh, I'm really not supposed to let anybody cut in front of the line, but you know, I do get off at 8:30 if you know you wanted to go. Out. Oh, I think that's a great time for her. Actually, she said she was super free. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> Actually, oh, 8.30 oh. is perfect. Um, Brad, let's do like a 7.45 and it'll be fine. Uh, the guy in the space polo, uh, like sort of like uh, puts his arm out to block the next couple of people who are about to go in. And then he's like, go, 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 go on in. I walk in. Okay. Uh, once you're inside, the place is relatively uncrowded. You manage to grab a hold of a, a copy of the Strawberry Machine Cake album without too much trouble. And uh, you head back to the the old dive bar where Brad is just finishing out. Uh, he has a, a data pad in front of him. Uh, and as you pull up to the table, he's like, all right, did you, did you get it? Yes, Volterix got it. Oh, sorry. Um... My friend got it. You don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here. Okay, that's that's fantastic. That, that's that's great. And he snatches the album out of your hand, slides the data pad across. He says these should hold up. Uh, as good as new. Um, you're good. You're good to go. Thank you so much. And I will see you at seven Yep. Uh, Decimar dating is like super fast. You guys are just like <laughs> speed dating. Fifteen minutes a pop. Speed dating, yeah. but, uh, and as yeah. you said, Jim, everything we say in this game is canon now. And <laughs> so Decimar speed. Sorry, Paizo. <laughs> we don't make the rules except when we clearly do, in fact, make the rules. Yeah, except when we clearly make the rules. So you, uh, Haven and Kazka haul the body back to the apartment. Uh, Gunnan, you finish uh, making the Absalom systems uh, uh, believe that there is a recently de deceased old woman who lives at such and such an address uh, by the name of Saren. And um, Volterix and Maple, you arrive with a new identity that you'll have to deliver to Saren when you meet her at Yatembe Park, but I believe that there was going to be an effort to stage a death. So mm. please tell me all about this staged death at the apartment. I feel like Kazka and Haven are just waiting in the apartment, like next to the body with excitement as people come in and be like, we got it, we got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's there, it's squishy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is that smell? Ah, Captain. <laughs> Look at this body we have retrieved. Look how human it is. And it's old. Um, is it supposed to look all stunken in like that? I believe that's what happens when bodies start to decay. Uh. Uh, I've never stayed around long enough to see what happened afterwards. Like, usually after you all are done with them, they're still like, oh, uh, not all... Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, well, you should see what happens after 48 days. <sighs> well, um, I manage, I think, to somewhat navigate the cause of death um, in her registry because I wasn't sure what you all were going to come back back with, uh, up to and including just bits and pieces of a human. Um, so I, I defer to you all of uh, what the final piece of our master stroke is. I, for one, say we should burn this thing to the ground, but... Um, that's up to you all. Ah, light it all on fire. Humans are quite flammable. Yes, but then all that's left is ash. I don't think that's the brightest idea. Well, then why did we get the, we like burst in the door, but then why did we get the corpse if we were gonna light everything on fire? <laughs> oh, so that the corpse will be found. We could put it in a strategic location. Yes, oh. and it's a burned human corpse. It's less mm. likely to be like, this looks nothing like her. Mm. Can we just burn oh. the face off? Oh, yes. I mean, that seems oddly specific, but again, I have no preference, however you all wish to proceed. Well, hold on. Um, Haven, how do they identify human bodies? What are things they look for? I feel like you would know. Mm, sometimes they will look at the jelly eyes, but these are decomposed. <laughs> sometimes they will look at the fingernails as they grow beyond the capacity of the human's ability for life. But sometimes they will look at the bones that protrude from their mouth flesh. Terrifying, terrifying that their skeleton erupts from their face in such a barbarous manner. Just awful. Well, maybe... To get, oh, sorry, guys. No, it's okay. I was going to say, maybe we can ask her what her favorite thing to do is around here and then position her however. And then, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe she likes gardening and she could be gardening and her death is uh, with a gardening tool. <laughs> but perhaps in the bed, humans love to sleep. And then we light it all on fire. Yes, she went to sleep and left her tea kettle on. Oh. There was a tragic malfunction and ba-woosh. Yes. Although, uh, storyteller, point of clarity, she lives in a freestanding structure, right? Like, this isn't like a high-rise oh, yeah. apartment where we're going to kill, like, 70 people, right? <laughs> uh, no, as long as you aren't using anything that's, like, high explosives, no. you shouldn't damage surrounding apartments. But um, And you also know that it's relatively difficult to actually burn down any of the apartments. A lot of, like, there's there's space-age flame-retardant materials in the mm -hmm. works. So you could do significant mm -hmm. damage to the body without actually burning down the structure that she's in. Mm. Uh, Captain, is there any way you can hack into the system and put it into the fake ID, the same DNA makeup, so that they know it's the same match, just in case? Mm, I could give it a shot, I suppose, but won't that require touching this desiccated husk you brought? Mm, I don't mind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was going to say that. Mm, I can try, yes. Either way, um, Saren is already no more. Yes, and we got her a really good new ID. Her new name is going to be Deborah Alessandra Esmeralda Brat. Brat, no, Brat. Oh. What was the last one? Barry. Barry. Barry, yeah, Barry. Mm. Yeah, you have to like, end it really casual, I think. It's how humans do it. Barry is one of the witch weird noble houses. Yes, excellent. Yes. Wow. Oh, did not know mm. that. It mm. is now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Voltarex, again, you specialize in, um, elimination. Does this seem to line up? A lady took a nap, kettle on, tragedy by whoosh. Does this add up in your mind? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Not even ben. a little bit. 
We oh. need a new idea. Hmm. How would like, you proceed in a way that yeah. looks a little less violent? I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't necessarily like. Usually, I just kill them and then walk away. You know, I never mm. really had to think about their dead bodies later. Mm. Um, this um Hugh man, um, how exactly did it die? Like we might be overthinking this. Like if it's got a stab wound, well there we have it. Or um uh, uh, <laughs> We can examine the body for you. Haven, let's do it. An autopsy. <laughs> you I two deeply concern me. <laughs> this you all deeply concern me. This, this is getting so, so weird. weird. <laughs> This is so weird. <laughs> this is only our first of three uh, jobs. We're doing the job. This is the job. Mm -hmm. This is the job. Uh, you can make a medicine check. Anybody who would like to examine the body. Nope, don't have medicine. Not me. Let me, let me. I'm I'm a science person. I don't know if I've got that or not. Uh, oh, I do. I'm not bad at it either. Real time, oh, I got a 27. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell that she very likely just died of old age, giving you any options oh, that she wants. You know that it wouldn't be relative, it wouldn't be too difficult to, I mean, if you burned the body, make it difficult to identify over a long enough period of time. Somebody who dig dug deep enough would eventually figure out that this isn't Saren's body. But your main concern at this point is buying her enough time to, hmm. to assimilate in a new life and sort of disappear. So, Haven, uh, I don't mean to um, step on your egg sacs here, but um, <laughs> I do not have those. <laughs> if, um, I, I don't know what you've got in those other arms. You won't let me see them. I don't. They are private for my <laughs> private time. I don't. You, Haven, well, you can never say those words around me again. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the last time. Well, mm -hmm. it seems like this old person's body just gave out. Like, apparently, um, she was just, that's enough living. I'm going to die now. So um, we have um, an embarrassment of riches of how to proceed now. Mm. You just leave her. Ah, in but the like, bed? Cut off the face, though, or are we not doing that anymore? We should it's... also dress her up in the same outfits she would wear. Mm. I still vote fire, if only to obscure her appearance, but either way, we're um, burning up daylight here. Oh, I yes. Just, uh, yes. I pull out my... Oh, wait, no, I don't. Wait. Uh, oh, I have my azimuth laser pistol. Does oh, fire no. damage? It sure does. I'm like, oh, I could just touch her up a little bit here. You know, maybe set her mattress on fire. You know, it's, uh, it'd be a simple thing. Okay, sounds great. Did on our show, basically. Mm. Mm. Yep, slide her into bed, put her in the old woman's clothes, put her in the old woman's bed. What's <laughs> uh, happening, like Haven? Yeah. Haven's just watching, like, Captain, you are an artiste. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was yes. Say, it's, it's like uh, Gunnan is like the, the birds and mice from Cinderella. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of murder. Yeah, right. Um, take her, um, her kettle and, like, a use a knife to like kind of like fray the wires to make it look mm -hmm. plausible sure. and then just once everybody's out of there blam 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 whoosh <laughs> until it goes up <laughs> yeah to, to create a convincing scene uh i will allow um 
medicine in order to basically just make sure that you make sure the body is unidentifiable as possible. Deception to actually stage a scene that looks convincingly like a, a tragic death or disguise uh, to see if you can just make her look most like uh, Sarah. Here's the problem. Medicine and deception, <laughs> I'm really great at both of those. Yeah. So... Uh, I got a 27 on medicine. Wow. If I do deception, it's a... Uh, hang on, wait. If you only I do have to do one of them. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but it's a 34 if I do deception. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does that... I, I will be of no assistance when combat starts, but this part of it... <laughs> this part's my jam. This I'll do it. I'll do, so... I'll do a, th a 34 to make this seem legit. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Uh, so not only are you able to to make sure that the fire is hot enough, that the body is largely unrecognizable except to the most in-depth medical scrutiny, but you convince you convincing convincingly stage the scene so that I mean most investigators who aren't digging too deep would believe this was just a tragic accident in which this old woman perished. Uh, unfortunate, but that's that's what it appears on the surface. Uh, you all know that as, as the fire <laughs> spreads throughout the room. Uh, you'll have to hightail it out of there if you don't want to be seen. But uh, mm. you also have a meeting to get to at Yatembe Park. So mm. uh, what do you do? Time to go. <laughs> Guidance, activate navigation to Yatembe Park. Certainly. Mm. Is Run this away from the fire building. <laughs> but we don't look as it explodes. Oh, yeah, very slowly, yeah. We should we should probably like split up and reconvene at the park in case yeah. we're being watched. Oh, yes, good idea. Yeah. Dave <laughs> and I follow you. Hmm. You all I have the directions. I just extend my arm to Maple. I'm like, we look appropriately forearmed and fancy, I think. Oh my god, totally. And I like make my wings really big. <laughs> <laughs> to hide the fire. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, Stroll. Yep. And I imagine Voltarix just like blends into the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Except in the shadows, she extends her wings, which are way bigger than <gasps> Maple's, Ooh. just to flex. <laughs> mm. I turn around. I see you over there. <laughs> Looking good, girl. <laughs> we'll make right. way to the Tembe Park. You stage a murder. You split <laughs> off. You head to Yatembe Park. Um, you get there without without any incident. Nobody nobody stops you. Nobody seems to know that you were the cause of this this small blaze in a relatively rundown apartment. Um, could have been anyone, really. Could have been mm. anybody. What a tragedy! Wasn't you? Mm. Uh, there are many artificially forested areas for those in need of a pleasant stroll and some greenery. And Yatembe Park is one of the larger ones. The primary feature of the park is a bridge over a small brook. And as you are going through the park, keeping an eye out for Saren, that is where you find this woman. Mm. Uh, she is sort of looking out over the water as it, as it passes beneath the bridge. What do you guys do? The job is done. You're dead. Not you, oh. but the you, that's, you. That's, that's wonderful. I'm glad to see. Uh, who am I now? Um, Someone very cool and definitely human. <laughs> Your new name is Deborah Alessandra Esmeralda Gary. Interesting. I don't know that I would have gone with four names myself, but you know what? I trust your judgment. Um, well, thank As you for is... like four names. 
as she is talking, I would like everybody to make a perception oh, no. check. Uh oh. Nice. <laughs> what do we do? Just a murder. Come on. <laughs> uh. 16. Twenty-two. It was on a natural twenty and then rolled off of it. I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh. Uh. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh. uh. Was that all? Am I missing somebody? Me. I just can't find it. Hold on. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, where's perception on the sheet? It's in skills. Skills. It's in skills. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Um. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> You're still preoccupied with her wings, you know. I, I get it. Everybody who had above a fifteen, you notice that um, emerging from some of the surrounding artificial brush, there are a number of armed, uh, uh, relatively otherwise nondescript-looking humans who are trying to encircle the bridge and trap all of you on it. And you note that all of them have pistols drawn. Nobody has said anything or done anything, but you spot this danger. And we should roll initiative. Oh no! The betrayal from humans! What? (laughs) Now that that was a natural 20 that time. (laughs) Mine did what yours did. It went to the 20 and then (laughs) 8. Mm-hmm. Mine's a ten. Uh, I got ten for So I have 20, 20, 25 total. Twenty of a natural twenty. Sixteen for maple. Sixteen for maple. Haven has a seven. Oh, oh Haven. <laughs> it's fine. And twelve for me. Ooh. Alright, alright. My crack crew. <laughs> We're not ready. <laughs> uh, those of you who who saw the approaching hostiles, you all will get to act in the surprise round. Those of you who rolled below a 15 on your perception checks don't notice what's happening and will not get to act. Uh, however, How do you want to go of- if we got a 15? Uh, that meets, yeah, if you if you meet the DC, then then yeah, that, that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first person to go in the surprise round, approaching the bridge and trying to cut uh, everybody off. If you go over to the roll twenty map, you'll be able to see this fun little bridge and all of the mercenaries that are gonna start to make their way over to you. Uh, one of the mercenaries is quickly approaching the bridge, and they will just take a move to get there. Um, and then next up in the again we're still in the surprise round that is going to be gunning hey um roll 20 question our camera like our pictures are all like obscuring the map i can't see anything is there a way for me to get rid of those oh, oh yeah or, i might not have uh it is, it no. obscuring the map oh yeah. yeah if you go to the settings you can turn your uh, pictures, there's a setting that is names only. Under chat avatars? Yeah, ch- uh, if you if you go into settings and then scroll down a little bit, about halfway through, there's player video avatar size. And there's a drop down there that you can select names only. And that should Boop, take that did care it. of that problem for you. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, so there's one who's right here behind me, right? 
Yeah, there's a guy who who very quickly approached. <laughs> He's got a, a pistol down at his side. Um. Did like can I tell anything about him? Like I mean, you said he just looks like a dude. Like he's not wearing like a Starfinder uniform or anything, correct? Make a make a culture check. Uh, well, is that gonna be my whole action, or can I look at it just nope. quickly? Kind of. No, okay, this, all right. is, this is not an action. Uh, that was a less good roll. Um, that is going to be um sixteen. 16. Mm -hmm. uh, you do see that all of the approaching hostiles are wearing gray jackets with Teferix, uh, a Teferix logo emblazoned on the front. You don't know what Teferix is, but it's not Blue Rise and it's not the Starfinder Society. You know that much. And they're armed, so they're going to get rolled up. Um, last question. <laughs> uh, if I do something as a full action, does that mean I do not have a bonus action? Uh, yeah, a full action uh, would be the entire the entirety of your move and standard. Perfect. Um, then I'm going to uh, like and, and oh, actually, the last question to my last question: Where is our um, the package relative to us here? Where's the old woman on the bridge? The old woman. Let me. Don't have an old. She's she's basically right next to Haven, or right between. Sorry, right between Maple and Volterix. Okay, but she's on, on like on on the bridge. Okay. Oh cool, yeah, cool, she, cool, she cool, was cool. right there, ready to. She she's got the. She was taking the. Uh, the, Great. the false ID. Excellent. Perfect. Then uh, when I clock everything that's going on and we're all just like, yay, all right, here's your new life. Uh, excuse me, everyone. I whip around and full action magic missile this dude who's right here. I, I, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Do, do I have to declare him as the target of all three, or can I see if I drop him before? You can switch targets. Uh, I would say oh. that at the casting of the spell, you would have to declare each of your targets. Okay. Um, since they all technically fired simultaneously. Um. Actually, do do do. Deal two fire can't target target single. Okay. Um. Then I'm gonna go ahead and put. Uh, I'm going to put two in his chest, and sure. then um, I'll put the third one. Um, I'm going to go, like, full dark side with the Omega Beams. I'm going to shoot this dude twice and then, like, whip all the way around and shoot a missile that, like, goes through everybody and hits Ooh. the dude down in the trees. Kind of at nice. this is about 7 o'clock. Like, pow, 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 pow. Yep. Uh, so that all is... Right. Uh, 2d4 plus 2 on one of them and 1d4 plus 1 on the other. So I put... It's a whopping eight points of damage on this first nice. guy. All right, yeah. damage. And blast in the <laughs> And four on the guy at the other side of the bridge. I'm and like, heads up, we've got company. Yep. All right, everybody now notices that there are there is trouble brewing. Hmm. Um, and after gunning, where's my thing? I had it up. Also, that that dude is still still standing after the two. Yes, uh, he okay. looks pretty badly shaken up, but he is mm. still standing. Uh, here's your chance to run, friend. The next one won't miss either. <laughs> That's uh, it for me. Right. Sure. Uh, one of his buddies who saw this happen, rather than trying to approach the bridge at this point, is actually just going to snap a. Uh, uh, bolt of electricity from his pistol that comes arcing over and right at you, Gunnan. Ooh. Uh, and against your EAC, that is going to be 14. Okay. Uh, my EAC is 12. That's a hit. 
Well, that's a hit. So you get blasted with this bolt of electricity. You feel a numbing sensation spread throughout your shoulder. You take three points of non-lethal damage. Uh, but that is all he can do in the surprise round. Does that, that move come, on. does that come off of my stamina or um, hit points? Stamina first. Stamina okay. first. Uh, after that, uh, Maple, did you roll high enough on perception? No, I don't think you did. That was the four on perception? <laughs> yeah, so you are, you are like, all this stuff starts happening all around you, and you're like, what's going on? And then you see the gun and just get blasted with an arc of electricity uh, as somebody uh, from across on the western side of the bridge uh, levels a... actually doesn't level a shot. He's going to move closer to the bridge. Uh, you can see that that these mercenaries are starting to surround the lot of you. And after him, it is Volterix. I don't remember what your perception was on that. I think it was a 12. A 12. So you're not quite aware just yet, but you can tell things are getting hairy. Kazka would be next after that. Okay. And Kazka uh, noticed. Yeah, yeah I Kazka did notice. noticed. Okay, so I'm going to... Did the captain touch this one that I'm ping pinning? Yeah, the guy that you're pinging, he just got blasted. He looks like he's woozy on his feet and might go okay. down any minute. I'm going to... Uh, sorry, let me grab the right tool. Where are you? Why aren't you moving? Actually, I can't move my character. You don't have... Okay, where do you want to move him? Uh, I'm going to move in front of that guy. All right. Uh, you should be able to move them now. Okay, I'm going to attune my moat to Photon. Sure. Start attuning. Um, you're going to see uh, Kazka's armor just start to from the from the heart out. It's just going to start projecting this this fiery glow like a black hole of hexagonal shapes all over her armor. And then um, I have Quick Draw. Does that also go for the sword as well Jim. yeah sure you got a quick draw you can quick draw anything so you just like shing, swords in your hand without right. even a and i'm going to strike okay try strike let's see uh let's see 11 so 17 18 yeah you got him you bring the sword right across his jaw his his chest he doesn't even look like he's wearing uh anything more meatier than than station wear uh so that's 10 points Oh, gosh, yeah, and he goes down after Ooh. getting blasted by Gunnan and then slashed across the chest. He just drops. Great. And, I, and then I just stare next to my next victim. All right, you give a deadly stare, and we move to Haven. Haven? Yes. I don't remember if you noticed or not either. Yes, Haven did. So right. they're, they're going to move, just take a five-foot step closer to where the the old woman is uh and take a defensive position sort of protecting her sure forming a blockade exactly and draw out their uh pistol sure oh, i forget what it's called the automatic semi-automatic pistol nice uh so with that that's the action of drawing it yeah uh and then guarded uh so the five foot step is a guarded step in Star starfinder which is also a move action so two move oh, actions cool. which takes us to the end of your turn and into mm. round one proper. Uh, the guy who would be first up in line is already down on the ground, <laughs> bleeding from a massive hole in his chest. So Gunnan, you are actually first to go as the combat gets underway. Perfect. Okay. Um, 
For every two, okay. Um, all right, I'm just checking one thing about what I do here. Yeah. Okay, I still only have the, the one attack. All right, so um, I'm going to target the sorry, so many windows. Um, yeah, tabs, tabs, tabs. <laughs> yeah, this uh, so she dropped that dude that she's next to. So there is a guy that's near the other end of the um bridge but has not come on the bridge currently correct uh you're talking about that guy who's like standing at yep. the edge of the, yep. the western edge of the bridge yeah he's standing I right am. there you have a good Perfect. line of shot uh, line of sight on him and uh i'm gonna point at him and i'm gonna hit him with a clever feint oh ooh. so um i believe well i gotta um hmm to do oh um i have to make a bluff check so i guess um I have to make a bluff check against him, but I got a 31. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he has no idea what you're doing. So he's flat-footed against my attacks and everyone else's. And for, wow. my, okay. and for my move action, I'm going to use get him. So we all have plus one <gasps> bonuses to attacks against him as well. So good. So I just whip around and I point at him and I say, him, burn him down. Um, and, and that's, that's it. That's why you're the captain. That's why the captain says get that guy. Everybody who attacks that exact target at the western end of the bridge is going to get a plus one bonus from get him. Mm -hmm. If you do choose to attack somebody else, just remember you won't get that bonus. Nope. Uh, and, he, and he will be flat-footed. And he is flat-footed. Nice. So then we move on to the guy that shot you, Gunnin, uh, is going to move... Uh, deeper into cover. He's just going to take a guarded step back. But mm -hmm. He still has a good line of sight on your your friend Kazka, and he's going to try to blast her with his pistol. Mm. An arc of electricity comes out, striking at your EAC. That is going to be 19. No! Yes. yes. That hits. All right, you get blasted by another numbing bolt of electricity, Kazka, and that is going to deal two points of okay. non-lethal damage. Again, that all comes off of stamina first. Thank you. He guarded stepped, he fired, which takes us to our next person in line, which is going to be Maple. Maple, things are happening around you. It's a problem. Oh, we're doing something. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of look up like after the whole wing flex situation with uh, Vulture and <laughs> um, uh, Okay, okay, I'll help, I'll help. And I move just in front of uh, Vulture Vulturix. Oh my god. I can't move my person. If I could please Why? move people. It's... Just in a All right. Okay. I told, I, I, I tried to make sure that everybody had permissions before we started <laughs> this, but apparently that just didn't stick. No oh, I worries. Okay, hello, I'm here. So I'm actually going to attack uh, the one farther away, because I'm going to use magic, and I don't want to waste my attack thing. Um, don't know how to ping, so I'm not going to do that, but the one that's farther away on the left side. Uh, <laughs> if you want to ping something, then you can just uh, hold click wherever you want to ping. The only thing that I would say is that from where you are, the, the side of the bridge would actually give that guy just, that guy would have just a little bit of cover from you, uh, which will raise his AC a little bit, but it's not, it's not an impossible thing. I'm just letting you know. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. I don't think it matters because it's a spell. Hmm. Right? Uh, it depends on if there's an attack roll with the spell. Some some spells like magic missile hit automatically. Oh, right. Others do require a- Let me check. just tell you, I want to, I want to cast Junk Shard. Okay. And it's, uh, yeah, there's nothing to attack. It just hits reflex uh, save. A reflex save, okay. Mm -hmm. 
then I'll make a reflex save. And the DC is 14. 14, well, that's a total of an 8, so I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Yay, I did something! Yay! Uh, yeah. so, uh, uh, Maple like lets loose all four of her arms really wide, and her wings start to sparkle as you see a rip in space just like open up like a weird, like a you know, paper going whoop! And outside of that rip, uh, a bunch of just kind of broken swords from a different dimension come flying out and like hurling at this guy. And hey, take 3d6 damage. That is wow. 9, 10, 11. Yeah. We call that one the guilt right. finish. And like while I'm casting, my eyes get all crazy and I just start screaming. Yeah! And you tell, you tell like I'm not there anymore. <laughs> that happens. And then I finish and just go, okay, doing great team. How much damage did you take? Did you deal? Um, sorry, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Well, uh, he is dead. He just uh, <laughs> uh, there's just like bad. eighteen random swords that appeared out of nowhere that are now stuck in his chest and he falls down. He dead. I look at my two murder buddies. Aren't you proud of me? Uh. <laughs> Excellent turn, Maple. After that, it is, it would have actually, oh no, it is the guy who stepped up to the western end of the bridge's turn. He, in a panic, is going to fire right at you, Maple, seeing Ooh. this hole in time and space open up and not knowing what to make of it. Uh, but he is so sh badly shaken by what he saw that he gets a total of a 10. And I don't think that's going to hit your EAC. Uh, nope, my EAC is 14. And he misses, so his bolt of electricity goes wide not striking you at all and he actually will use his move action to turn tail and start running across the park no. he's had enough of this and what wants no part of it again. indeed indeed he was full Terex. it is your turn so after witnessing what maple just did by like pulling swords from the Earth, which was incredible. Uh, Voltarx is just going to kind of turn to her and be like, cool. And then she's going to like reach behind her wings and just pull out this gigantic sniper rifle. It's almost like <laughs> comical uh, that she's going to hit a target so close to her uh, with her sniper rifle. Uh, and I'm going to aim for the running guy. Okay. <laughs> Shoot him in the back. You can't escape me. You get a plus one because that's who Gunn inside that the is the guy. That is the one, and Indeed. he's flat footed against her. Oh, so no. negative, negative, negative two AC to him. Well, it's not going to do anything. Oh no! Well, what you get? I rolled a one. Oh, so... oh no! Oh, please don't hit Maple. That's going to be. Result. Did you say I get a plus? I get a plus one on top of it, so the total would be eight. Uh, if I, once once you once you've rolled a natural one, the total yeah. is irrelevant. That is an automatic yeah. miss, and it looks like Maple standing right in front of you. <gasps> so you just put the <gasps> barrel of the rifle right no. against the back of her head and pull the trigger. Her <laughs> head so explodes. No, no, no. no. I, I will avenge you, Maple. You I, I will avenge you. Terex just kill Stop. her. Jim, no, that. Jim, no. <laughs> Not okay. for, but I get another shot, right? So uh, no, no, you don't. Uh, oh, you would okay. need to take a full action, but you drew your rifle. So, uh, however, on subsequent turns, when you have a weapon in your hand, you can take a full attack, which would be two two attacks, but at a minus four to each one. So just keep that in mind if you do want to do that for future rounds. Uh, 
So yeah, okay, fine. You don't blast Maple in the back of the head, but Maple, she pulls out this rifle and it is uncomfortably <laughs> close to you. And and like there's like this explosion next to your head, and your ears are <laughs> definitely <tinnitus>. ringing. I <laughs> uh, definitely have tinnitus now. <laughs> it's gonna be a real, it's gonna be a real scene on your dates now. Oh. Uh, Kazka, it is your turn. Oh, it's my turn again? So it sure is. All right. Uh, this guy here, I'm going to run towards him. Yep. And I'm going to try oh. and strike. I just imagine a Kazka, like, dashing forward is terrifying. She's like, ah! <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, no, probably not. That's a five on the die plus my seven. Okay, 12. Eight, nine, ten. Yeah, 12. 12? 12 against KAC is exactly what you needed. That's yeah! No damage. Yes! Okay. <laughs> and these guys are not wearing armor practically. Great. Ooh, max damage eight plus six plus one. That's how math. Oh my god. 15. Thank you. Thank you. 15 points of damage. So yeah, uh, a, a, a charging Kazka is indeed terrifying. You just charge <laughs> forward, uh, laughing maniacally, your armor aglow with a fiery yes. light, and this guy doesn't even like know what to do. He's just standing there as you just ram your blade all the way through his abdomen, explodes out the back, and then you, as you pull it free, he collapses. Uh, in a screaming heap, and he is dead. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, indeed. Uh, at this point, it is the final mercenary's turn, and he. Oh, no, no, it's not his turn. Sorry, he went earlier in the round. Uh, I don't. No, because my guy just died. So I don't have anything else to do. It's Haven's turn. Mm. Haven is going to take a page out of Volterix's book and level the pistol that he drew at this one that's running away. Yeah. What is the range on that pistol? That is just a out of curiosity. Great question. And I was looking. It's 30 feet. So okay. would I be able to take it at a. Oh, uh, either two shots at a disadvantage or I could move. Closer. Yeah, you could do either one. Uh, he is so if you have a thirty foot range, he's one range increment outside your range, so you can still fire at him at a minus two penalty. Uh, if you wanted and to since, fire twice from where you are, it would be a total of minus six. Then. Got it. Uh, since we have the plus two uh, bonuses on this particular person, it evens out, right? Maybe a plus one against that guy. Oh, okay. I'll take it from where I am. All right, sure. You s fire off a shot at a total of minus five then. Okay, so it was a 19 on, the, uh, 19 on the die. So minus, let's do that now. Minus 5 is 14, plus yep. my ranged attack, which I'm going to pull up right now. It is Regardless, you're going to get him. He's like, his EAC is, yeah, like, I know you got him. So it's all yeah. good. <laughs> so that first shot goes up, and it's a 1d6. So that's four points of damage. Ooh, he's, he takes a, a, a needle to the back. Stumbles piercing. forward as he's running, piercing damage. Uh, and then you were going to fire twice, so go ahead and roll yep. again. Oh, and this is, what is this uh, subtracting? Uh, again, both shots, it's, it's the same penalty. So when you fire twice, it's the same penalty. It oh. just gets applied to both shots. So this one is at a minus five as well. Okay, so 17 minus five is 12, plus my five for range is 17. Hits again. That's going to get him. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Ooh, six. Nice. <laughs> 
points of damage. So he's just like, you can see blood welling out of the wounds in his back now. <laughs> he is like screaming and running and, and trying to get away from you as fast as he can. Um, you can see the antenna fall in sort of disappointment because Haven totally thought they had him. <laughs> thought you had him. Uh, that is the end of the round. And we go back up to the top of it with Gunnin. You can see that one of your enemies is fleeing. One of them looks like he's about to try to follow suit and get away. This doesn't look like it's going well for them at all. The one that's almost getting away, is he still within 80 feet? From where you are, let me measure that real fast. He is 70 feet away from you. I just see Haven, and I look a little sad, and I'm all like, Oh, excellent. Thank you for softening him up for me. And uh, I mark him with get him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, to attack um, range G3. It's a 22 to attack him. Oh, yeah, you got him. Uh, for a whopping uh, four points of damage. I think my get him only um, helps me hit him, not damage. It just helps with the attack, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's already been blasted so much that that four points is enough to take him down. As he's fleeing, he just falls over face first in the dirt. And catches on fire. And I just look at Haven and I say, they won't be able to identify him either, friend. Uh, not even by the, the fleshy mouth bit. <laughs> uh, and um and that is it for me that is it uh it would be it is now the last standing mercenary's turn he drops his pistol uh and puts his hands up and he's like i, I, I okay okay yeah we're done i'm done man i, I, I don't know man he's fine just let me go. It's fine. I'm not going to tell anybody. I, I don't. I don't care about this anymore. Is this worth it? I was just trying I, to make some money. I draw both guns and I point them right at him, and I just say, um, "Voltarix, Kaska, would you two terribly mind um, extracting all the necessary information out of this fellow for us?" Hmm. Certainly, Captain. And then she just charges forward to go oh, grab him by the arm. Yeah, he doesn't even resist. He's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. All right, all right. What do you, what do you want? What do you want to know? Look, we were just here that we, 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 like, we detected the hack from Blue Rise. We thought we could make a quick score, take the old lady, sell them to the, the, the like, oh, we're not even with Blue Rise. We're just trying to make some money. We thought it would be an easy score. Clearly, we were wrong. That's fine. I don't want to be part of this. I'm done. Who do you work for? We're an independent outfit, man. We're just we're just hired guns. Yeah, and why are you targeting us? I'm not targeting you. We don't care about you. We didn't even know you were going to be here. It's the old lady. We again, we 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 detected the hack. We thought we could sell her to Blue Rise. They'd pay a lot of money for somebody that broke into their systems. I look at Gun and I go, "Well, he's useless to us. Should I just kill him?" Yeah, he's no, a human no, trafficker. That that. That's uh, and I get all four thumbs down. Oh, oh no! Yeah, my thumbs down too. Yeah, uh, everyone with forearms use them. Green <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> so does thumbs down mean yes or no? Uh, it I means think, do means your worst. Do. I think it means I get to go. <laughs> I just uh, point at him and I mark him with get him. Nope, get him. Get him. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at Volcarix and be like. Would you like the honors? 
and Voltarix will shoot her sniper. She doesn't even have to move. She could reach over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you just execute the guy uh, who at this point is is basically held in place by by Kazka. Um, at this point, Saren, who has been like crouched down not on the bridge. No, there's Saren is not dead. Not Saren anymore. No, Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. Deborah stands up. Miss Barry, if you ask me. Actually, if you put the first letters of all of our names together, it's D A E B. So we kind of named her Deeb. Dave. Hello, Dave. I will just I will look at her and I say, I know that might have seemed cruel, but it was important that no witnesses saw that you were in fact still alive. She says, Well, I mean Yeah, I can understand that. Um I my data um, please. What was the oh yes, yes. She um hands you a, a data stick. Uh, everything that my alternate my younger personality got is on this. Um, I believe that concludes our business. Mm -hmm. Um, what of that other boy that you had with you? Um, he is still very much alive, as far as we know. It's unlikely that Blue Rise will go after him. They would, um, they would really seek me out. But um, perhaps, um, well. Uh, I believe the Starfinders are looking for new recruits, are they not? Perhaps you could uh, get Actually, in a let, position? Let me stop you right there, because the good news is our transaction is concluded and his life is no longer our problem. We're mm. needed elsewhere, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, then Maple has many dates to attend tonight, speed dating. Mm. Yes. I do have, like, three now, so... A three! Ooh. Racking them up. <laughs> I do radio radio back to Historia Seven that we have that we have what we came for. Uh, a few moments passes and she responds with a, a voice message. That says, "That is acceptable. I've been keeping apprised of your situation. You've done very well. The mess in the park, excessive, but <laughs> within parameters of acceptable loss. You do have the data, correct?" What can I say? Those Blue Rise agents are barbarians, what they did to those poor men. Indeed, I concur and acknowledge. Should we deliver it to you or proceed to our next locale and give it to you when we come back in for debriefing? I will send a drone. You have other business to attend to. Uh, thank you, Historia 7. And I look at the others. Ah, uh, so what now? Radazam or Zivijix? Zivizizis. Zigvizjiz. Zivizjiz. I don't know. That's it. Um, maybe let's go to the one that we can pronounce. Fair. Radazam. indeed. Guidance. Open up navigation to Radazam. <laughs> what was that word? <laughs> navigation. <laughs> a, new, a new blue line appears on your maps app, uh, leading you towards a rather fancy locale in the in Absalom Station known as Nayori uh, Palisades. As you are making your way there, um, a uh, indeed a drone actually uh, flies down and uh, is sort of keeping pace with you for a moment. Um, a port opens up, uh, and you hear a mechanical voice that says, please insert package. Mm, is it Friday already? 
Mm. <laughs> and, oh, and, no. uh, <laughs> and then put it up there. Yep. As you do, a second port opens up and a cred stick pops out, as well as a data jack. Um, it says, uh, payment. Take payment. Yeah, excellent. Ooh. All right. Uh, you have a standard data jack in your inventory, and you see that the cred stick has 200 credits loaded onto it. Ah. Well, that pretty much reimburses you for the money that you spent, right? <laughs> On the human bodies. How many did you get? We had more? One? No, just one. Okay, oh. I'm just double checking you're not hiding bodies around. Would you really want to know? Or am I? Oh, no. Okay, no, don't want to know. Never mind. We're going <laughs> to put this in the same uh, closed door as the other arm thing that we're not talking about. Ah. The drone flies mm. away. And you uh, make your way towards the Nayori Palisades, leaving a trail of mutilated bodies and burned apartments behind you. And it is at this point that we will take a short break ah. and come back to finish out the rest of your first day on the job as Starfinders <laughs> in, the second half, in the second half of our Scoured Stars premiere. We will see all of you out there in just a few minutes. We are going to take a little break. <laughs> 